Tsalo for Lava, this is Pacific Waves from RNZ Pacific. Coming up, a political impasse is emerging in Vanuatu's parliament. A correspondence has more. Also, this isn't good enough. Um, we need to make some changes now uh, rather than when it gets worse. International travel advisories have been issued for Fiji, but its leaders say Fiji is safe. And later... I'm very happy to be continuing this language through my music. It's a beautiful language. We have the latest on all the stars and big winners at the 2023 Pacific Music Awards. A political impasse is emerging in Vanuatu, with neither the government or the opposition holding enough seats in parliament to rule. The House has 52 seats, so 27 MPs is the minimum support a Prime Minister needs to hold on to power. However, one seat is currently vacant and there's an MP currently overseas seeking medical treatment. As of today, the government led by Ishmael Kausakal has the support of only 26 MPs and the opposition led by Bob Lofman only have 24. Intense lobbying will be taking place right up until Parliament sits on Wednesday next week at 2pm local time. An attempt by the opposition to remove the motion on Thursday morning was boycotted by government. Hilaire Bole spoke with the Deputy Prime Minister, Matai Siramaya, shortly after that sitting. Deputy Prime Minister, why government has decided not to go to the parliament this morning? Well, as you are fully aware, that the, uh, it is the opposition who uh, called uh, the parliament. Uh, and it was the, the opposition who put the motion against the Prime Minister. And as per the constitution of the Republic of Vanuatu to remove a Prime Minister, you need to have an absolute majority, which is 27 members of parliament. Uh, we know very well that the opposition has not, uh, does not have the support of 27 members of parliament. And as of yesterday, they've been claiming on, uh, on, on media and on social media that they have 29 members of parliament. And uh, we have decided not to go attend parliament today, which is uh, our decision, uh, coalition decision so that they can demonstrate to Vanuatu that they have the numbers to, uh, to uh, summon parliament and they have the absolute majority to remove a, a prime minister. Apparently, uh, they went to parliament this morning with only 24 members of parliament, which is not sufficient to, to further their, uh, their intent to remove the prime minister. So the speaker has adjourned parliament uh, to uh, Wednesday as per the standing orders and again, uh, now everyone knows that they don't have the number as they claim as of last night. Uh, so we will be ready to defeat the, the, the motion against the Prime Minister because, again, the onus is on them to have the 27 to carry out what they intend to do. Until uh, Parliament sits uh, next Wednesday, we are currently facing a political and impasse. Both sides don't have the uh, simple majority of 27. Currently, yes, we, we have an impasse where uh, the uh, government uh, has the support of uh, 26 members of parliament and they have 24 uh, members of parliament. Um, but we, we, we've been uh, informed that uh, some members of parliament, after attending parliament this morning, realizing that uh, the main people behind uh, the motion of uh, no confidence have been lying to them, that they have the numbers and they will switch sides. Uh, come back and support the government. And I think it's in the interest of the, of the people uh, not to put this uh, country in, a, in the dilemma that we are in now. We've just faced uh, a dissolution last year 
we've uh, just come out of uh, COVID. Uh, we've just been hit by two cyclones. And we, at the moment, uh, according to the government processes, we're in the budget cycle, preparing budget for November. Uh, already last year, a lot of government projects this year have been hindered because we've been operating on a state budget. And uh, I believe in the interest of, of the nation, in the interest of the people, if that's what all members of parliament are here to do in parliament is to, to work on behalf of the people, they need to make the decision and to take out this country uh, in the uh, impasse we now. So government is confident to defeat the motion uh, next uh, uh, Wednesday? For sure, because at the moment we have the upper hand. Like I said, the onus is on them to prove that they have 27 to remove the prime minister. And if they don't have that, there's, there's no big deal. We only have until November where we have the ordinary session, and that's where it's critical because we need to pass the budget. But until such time, anything can happen. And they, like I said, the prime minister has the upper hand at this stage. What do you think about the reason of the motion? They claim about the increase of the minimum wages. Well, I find I find uh, uh, the motion hilarious in the sense that uh, the points that they've raised in the motion, for example, the minimum wage, uh, they, they put in, in the motion that they disagree with the minimum wage, uh, which whilst they're in government for the last two years and six months, they haven't done anything to increase the minimum wage. And now this government has done that, and they say it's not good. And this, they're telling all members of parliament to, to pull them to the other side, saying that if you can't support, you come and support us, we will increase uh, the MPs' uh, allocation. So it's it's the people on one side, which is what Alatoy Ismail Kalsakal's government is doing, and on the other side, it's increasing uh, uh, the benefits of the members of parliament. The Evanuatu issue, they've been in parliament and in, in, in this position two and a half years. They haven't resolved it. How would they expect this government to resolve it within eight months? I can assure the public that this government has been making strides to improve the situation of Evaluatu. Uh, the announcement will come out soon. They have never come to us to ask for what's the progress that's happening with Evaluatu. We've done the, uh, the Brisbane direct flight. So that's an improvement uh, from what happened. So uh, I find these uh, this, uh, allegations baseless. I think the, the hidden agenda or the real intent of the motion is uh, commission of inquiries that uh, are, in, are almost completed uh, and the grief to have to get into power. That's all. Authorities in Fiji have stepped in to secure the nation's tourism industry. This as recent international travel advisories call for caution amidst rising criminal activities. Rachel Nath filed this in-depth report. It's at these famous sea walls of Suva that you are likely to find tourists watching the sunset over the city as the island's buzzing nightlife takes its form. But our foreign governments are calling on its citizens to exercise caution. Last month, the United States, New Zealand and Canadian governments issued travel advisories, calling on tourists to remain alert in public places. These governments warned of several assaults, robberies and sexual assaults against female tourists occurring in Suva's downtown night spots, even calling for extra care while travelling in taxis. Fiji Deputy Prime Minister and Tourism Minister William Engavoka told us Fiji is safe. Specific to certain areas in Suva, 
Um, otherwise, the whole country is safe, and our Prime Minister had gone uh, publicly to say that this is one of the safest countries in the world. We, we respect uh, what, they, what they have to do. Um, you know, they, they highlighted the fact that, that we should not worry, because Fiji is firmly in level one, the lowest advisory for any country. Yeah? Now, what seems like an alarming warning when placed into context for Kiwis simply translates to some risk. The government's official travelling advice website, Safe Travel, says a level two advisory cautions for slightly more vigilance than you would require when in New Zealand. Other Pacific tourism destinations for New Zealand, such as the Cook Islands and New Caledonia, are also grouped into level two security. For U.S. citizens, this is the lowest advisory for safety and security risks, while for Canadians, it's a simple ask of taking similar precautions to those in Canada. Despite this, Fiji is taking heed. The Hotel and Tourism Association told RNZ Pacific they've raised their concerns with police. Chief Executive Fantasha Lockington says the warning must be taken seriously. As an industry, we're trying to make sure that it's not allowed to continue to a point where it becomes too hard to roll it back. Raising our voices at a time to say, this, is, this isn't good enough. Um, we need to make some changes now uh, rather than when it gets worse. Government ministers, the police and hotel operators are working in tangent to allay all concerns. Home Affairs and Immigration Minister Pio Tikunduandua told local media police will increase its presence through checkpoints around the capital. The government heavy investment in 1,800 new police constables demonstrates our determination to address the existing police-to-population ratio and improve public safety. Police visibility has increased and Police Chief Juki Fong Chu has doubled down that crime rate is dropping. People are coming up with this perception, but you look at perception versus reality. The stats itself says it's a decrease. But uh, police will continue to do its work in trying to manage and minimize whatever that is speculated out there by the general public and in the social media. New Zealand travellers make up a big chunk, almost 25% of tourists to Fiji, and the hoteliers intend to keep it this way. When asked if an international security advisory could possibly smear the reputation of destination Fiji, Fantasha Lockington had this to say. No, no, Rachel, absolutely not. Mm. Um, the, the reason we raise our concern is that we don't want it to get to a point where that becomes an issue. So it's just being vigilant about um, things like this. And it might still be at very low level, but we can do something about that now uh, before it has any sort of impact. The government is also fully aware that protecting tourism is crucial for its post-COVID economic recovery. Deputy Prime Minister and Tourism Minister William Ngavoka is confident that they are doing just that. Um, things um, safe in Fiji. The numbers for uh, the, the tourism numbers here are going gangbusters. You know, nothing, nothing has uh, affected the the demand for Fiji. Media, one of the biggest travel consolidators in the world, had um, carried out a survey, and Fiji was top of the uh, top of the list on the countries people want to visit. Crime rates in Fiji has reduced by seven percent, according to the Fiji Police Force.
It was an evening of celebration in Manuko, the heart of South Auckland, as Pacifica musicians from around New Zealand were recognised at the 2023 Pacific Music Awards. There are 24 award nominees across 13 categories. Whenau Whunua reports. Contemporary and traditional music filled the Dewdrops event centre on Wednesday night, sung in celebration of New Zealand's Pacifica music scene. A total of 22 awards were handed out. Tokelauan singer Olivia Foa'i, who was a vocalist for the soundtrack of Disney movie Moana, scooped up two awards for Best Pacific Female Artist and Best Pacific Language. Fawai says she's proud to highlight the Tokelauan language, one of the least spoken in the world. We are one of the, the smaller, um, according to Wikipedia, around 5,000 speakers, which is a lot smaller than a lot of Pacific Island nations. So um, I'm very happy to be continuing this language through my music. It's a beautiful language. R&B heartthrob Sam V won Best Pacific Soul and R&B Award for his songs, Come Through and Love Again. Sam V says the Pacific Music Awards promotes Pacific artists and brings exposure to their music. He dissed Auckland's Mayor Wayne Brown for proposing budget cuts to social arts and culture services, a move which prompted outcry among many artists in South Auckland. And you want to know my, where, where my real gripes lie with Mr. Wayne Brown? Why is he trying to cut the funding everywhere? Bro should focus less on his tennis and more on looking after our youngins with our competitions like Step Out, Stand Out. We've got so much talent coming through there, so that's where my real gripes lie. Media coverage is not bad. I do feel like we could treat our artists more like superstars and less like the bro from next door, but for the most part, we're going all right. Overseas, musicians were also acknowledged, and this year it was Hawaii's Josh Totofi, named winner of the Best International Pacific Artist Award. Receiving the award on behalf of Mr. Dotofi was his manager, Tana Tupai. Tupai said that Dotofi was among a wave of musicians from Hawaii, such as Iam Tongi, who have gained the spotlight recently. It's just huge for like Hawaii just on this massive wave of like having the artists being acknowledged at such a global stage and he's just happy, Josh is happy to play his part in sort of inspiring and connecting music from Hawaii and the Pacific Islands with across the globe. Pacific Multimedia Organization Radio 531PI received a special recognition award for its 30th anniversary. The platform exclusively plays Pacific music and is lauded for filling the gaps for Pacifica musicians who struggle to break into the mainstream. Pacific Media Network Board Chairman Simone Lelea says the awards are a tribute to the pioneers of the past. Some recognition to the pioneers of our community, our elders who really made their mark, struggling really. This was a key service in the 80s, 90s. It wasn't just an opportunity to um, air our music. It was also about communicating with our community and, and uh, communicating with government or through government as well. Count on my blessings, count on my blessings, are sentimental. Couldn't do this job if you had the credentials. Think about these youngins from the neighborhood. Auckland rapper Mellow Downs took out three awards for Best Male Artist, Best Music Video and Music Album. 
Upon receiving the award, Mellow Downs told audiences that it was a duty for Pacifica artists to give back to their communities. I just want to encourage like all the artists doing their thing, all the indigenous artists doing their thing. I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for the community. So um, it's always cool to give back. So if you're an artist, if you're an established artist, make sure you go back to the community and touch base because Damn, there's some crazy-ass talent out there right now. The Pacific Music Awards have been held annually since 2005. That's Pacific Ways for today. Don't forget you can listen back on rnzi.com slash programs. We're also on Apple, Spotify and iHeartRadio podcasts. From myself and the team here at RNZ Pacific, Tofa Soifua.